Welcome to Canada's Property Management Podcast, your number one resource for investing, managing, and maximizing the value of your real estate assets. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's rental property experts. Welcome back, Adrian. We are here again for our podcast. And today we are talking about something that I know you're very much using. And so we really want to dig into this to give some people some insight on self-showing and smart locks. You said welcome back, and I feel like I haven't left, but thank you. Uh, Yeah, self-showing and smart locks. So this is something that is really, it's a big thing in the U.S., and it's slowly making its way into Canada. And from a high-level perspective, what it is, when you go and you're a prospective tenant and you want to look at a rental property, you want to view it, you go online and you book on a calendar, you book the showing yourself, you are then sent a request for some additional information such as your photo ID, the booking is then confirmed, and you get a code on your phone that allows you to self show. So then you go to the rental property to view it. You put in your code or, or you use a Bluetooth connection with a smart lock. You take a look around and when you're done, you close the door, you leave. And then there's an automated follow-up from the property management company. So as I said, this is quite big in the U.S. It's commonly used and it is making its way into Canada. And I think today we just want to bounce back and forth on Is it really going to arrive in Canada? Do you think it's a good or a bad thing? And then I can share a little bit about my personal experience. So based on what I've told you, what do you think about it? Well, I was just, I I guess I wanted you to really dig in on what was the smart lock versus the dumb lock. Um, But (laughs) maybe we can get there because I always find that terminology interesting. How can a lock be smart? But And you know, I always have a shovel, right? Yeah. (laughs) To dig myself out. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, The the question that I wanted to ask, because we're not currently in in my franchise anyways, there might be some of our offices across Canada, and I think there is one in particular that is using this technology. And I, I have been very fascinated by it because I do think that there's a lot of great features to it. But how are you finding people leaving all of this personal information? They've got to leave send ID. They got to put in credit card. Uh, is the code only then available for a certain time period? And how do you make sure that the keys go back in? Or is there no keys that come out? Is it just sip- simply a code to access? And how does it lock? So if you can just walk us through what that looks like. Yeah. So there are various providers in the marketplace that offer the technology. Some are the full package from calendar to the app to the credential checking, to the actual physical smart lock. Other landlords or property managers have a baked-in-house solution, such as potentially using something like a Calendly and then using a manual smart lock where you issue a Bluetooth security code that expires, right? Most of these smart locks do actually have the ability to expire the code and only have it available at a certain day and time through a web portal. And and we're talking about, this is not magic. These are smart locks that are actually readily available at your local hardware store, right? But some of them hook into other pieces of software. So 
As far as what can you do, it depends on which technology platform that you're using. And I think as an individual and investor, the starting point, if, if you're using a property manager or a leasing agent, the starting point would probably be the same as, as what we're doing here, which is on the inside locks, right? So this would be on like a, a triplex, fourplex, or multifamily using the smart lock. It's $150, give or take, on the interior doors that connect to Wi-Fi that allow you to give access and to stop access via internet. And then the prospective tenant would have to have a, a Bluetooth-compatible app that lets them in and out. You know, to avoid some of those monthly reoccurring costs, you could even ask for them to email you or or to text to your business line a copy of a photo ID, okay? And I know that other landlords go one step further and actually ask for a credit card number that gets a certain dollar amount pre-authorized. It's not a transaction, it's a pre-authorization so that in case they do end up having, you know, a quick party in that 30-minute window that they're allowed in and out, then you've got something, you know, to put a charge through. And of course, there'd be an electronic viewing authorization that one would sign electronically as well. So the bottom line is there are many different approaches to this. The question is, do you as a national property management brand and as a local property manager in your market, do you feel comfortable and safe about looking at self-showing and investigating it further? Um, I don't know if it's a matter of, um, well, it is a matter of safety. I think it's, it's, yes. you're going to, for me, I think we have to work one-on-one -on -one with our investors to make them understand how we protect the property. There's going to be, I think, pros and cons in whichever one you, you choose. I do know when I investigated it myself that you did have to be somewhat careful on temperature control because they weren't necessarily guaranteed for certain winter conditions in Canada. So you have to be careful there. The, the credit card, the ones that I looked at were all credit card. You had to have a credit card and able to book the, the actual showing. I think there's some extreme efficiencies when you think that people could be showing the property when you don't have staff to necessarily show them in off hours. Um, and I'm assuming that you can schedule, you can have that set so if someone can't go in on midnight on a Friday night and stay until five in the morning, uh, those types of things. So I, I do think that as it moves into Canada, we'll become more and more comfortable with it, Adrian. So for myself, I wouldn't say I'm not comfortable, but I'm not 100% comfortable. I see that it could be a fantastic thing, especially for hard to reach places that it may be an acreage that's 30 minutes out of the city that there might be something there uh, in order to to do it. Um, but like I said, I don't think I don't think we're going to see it across the board yet. Yeah, and and I totally agree. And I think you mentioned the you know being available outside certain hours. It may have a purpose for that. You may even do a hybrid, right, yeah. where you're doing in person showings at certain times, and then you may choose to test. You know, on a Sunday or on a certain night, you may offer some self showings. And I think the recent pandemic has just highlighted the importance of investigating these different options because, you know, one person is going to feel safe with one and another will feel safe with another method. So definitely something to take under consideration and to monitor closely as it does uh, expand here in Canada. Yeah, the other thing that I could see the use for is when we're turning over properties. So 
when we're moving out and then moving in and there's some things that need to be done there. So we might have several vendors that are going to the property. Having those locks in place is definitely going to be a time saver for vendors and for the company. So, I, you know, like I said, I think the hybrid, like like you mentioned, is probably the way that this is to ease it into your property management business and how I could see it maybe happening. But the reality is it is coming. If it's in the States, in the property management industry, and I do know offices in the States that are using it 100% for all of their showings, which is so interesting, it'll slowly be coming into Canada as well. So something to watch for, for sure. Yeah. Now that's real property management. Thanks for listening to Canada's Property Management Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at realpm.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent, and get advice at www.c21.ca.